0: The media space is constantly changing and expanding, and it's one of the most unpredictable areas in the near future. Small startups that wouldn't have had a chance at a go 10 years earlier are rocketing in shares today, and huge companies from the 80s are taking their last breaths in 2015. Never is this more true than in the children's media space. Minecraft, a game about building stuff with no other purpose, exploded onto the gaming market. It baffled several game developers and businessmen worldwide. The game's developers, Mojang, a Swedish company no one had heard of. They even made a ton of money after the company was acquired by Facebook for $2.5 billion. On the other hand, big budget games like Star Wars 1313 are cancelled when they don't generate enough support. The reason for this constant evolution of children's media is us ourselves, walking to any school and get to know our interests and the latest trends and visit two weeks later and it will be an entirely different story. We change our interests as we please often wasting money on gadgets and gizmos when we're bored with them. And this poses the great threat to children's media firms, the threat of the audience losing interest. The most successful products are the ones that keep your interest and have replay value. But before you even start thinking about successful products and marketing campaigns, you first have to understand how media will be consumed for children in the following years. Will we have TV? Will gaming consoles be eclipsed by mobile? Will computers still be used, or is the era of the iPad fast approaching? These are my predictions. Television used to be every child's entertainment center, whether it was Saturday morning cartoons or gripping BBC dramas. We'd spend hours a day glued to one screen. Take a look at the youth nowadays, and it's a different story. You'll find children complaining that there's nothing on due to the lack of diversity. That's when YouTube crashed headfirst into teen life. Suddenly, a vast expanse of entertainment lay at your fingertips from any iPad, computer, or smartphone. Kids could use one site for cartoons, comedy, web series, vlogging, and even their homework, I predict that in the future, television will no longer have linear streams, but instead be on demand. Movies and TV shows will be accessible at any time, unlike on the TV, where if you miss your show, you miss your show. In a very similar fashion to streaming services, like Amazon Instant Video, people will be able to watch what they want, when they want, and for a cheap price. Video games may also be part of the same service, letting people have all their entertainment together in one central media hub. This would pose a threat to people seeking to venture into the territory of large companies, and startups will consistently find it harder to enter into a considerably fierce market. Much like Tesco, Sainsbury's and Asda bought up all the smaller superstores to dominate the supermarket arena, the media space will be dominated by just a few suppliers. The money will be made by supplying them with original content which is extremely hard to get hold of in this ever-expanding market. At the moment, children are buying existing products and using them for entertainment purposes. However, children are starting to veer towards more tailor-made services that they can have a personal touch to. We do not just want to play games, we want to be creating them. We don't just want to watch movies, we want to be behind the camera making the next blockbuster hit with a few friends. Whether it's making a level on a game, or a stop-motion movie with Lego, the most successful ideas will be the ones that allow kids to create, and offer personalised services that we can make our own. Letting children share their creations will also be a good idea, in a world where social media is taking off in younger age groups. You'll often see countless new businesses developing games for mobile, especially on iTunes and Google Play, but very little new companies are moving onto the console arena. The main reasons are the cost and risk of developing for consoles. The Ubisoft CEO estimated that the average production budget for next-gen games would be $60 million. An IGN article published in 2006 states that the cost for licensing a game varies between $3 and $10 per unit. However, publishing a game to the PlayStation Store or Xbox Live Arcade is a much cheaper option, which is extremely popular for indie developers. On the other hand, game studios can make successful IOS games for $10,000 and even then children learning to code can make apps for as little as a few hundred dollars in their bedrooms. The PlayStation 4 dev kit costs two and a half grand, and that's before you've even started making a game, whereas the IOS licensing fee is only $99 a year. Mobile app usage grew by 76% in 2014. As well as the cost of developing being cheaper, the cost for the consumer is much cheaper as well. A PS4 or Xbox One console would cost roughly £300, and new games cost around £40 at launch. Everybody already has a smartphone nowadays, so there isn't really any large cost to buy the gaming function, and you can get most good games for free, or 2 to 3 pounds. As a result, many parents are giving children the option of mobile gaming over console gaming, and I predict that in the future, whilst consoles will not have died out, they will not be as in many homes due to the surge in popularity for cheap mobile gaming. I'd like to finish by talking about what I personally enjoy, as a kid myself. I enjoy watching action and comedy movies, playing first-person shooters and other games on PlayStation, and playing football. I also enjoy drama, and I'm currently performing as a lead role in my school's junior production. With regards to media, I mostly use a desktop computer or the family television, using catch-up services such as BBC iPlayer most of the time as there's nothing on. I also watch lots of YouTube videos, particularly game videos and movie trailers. The children's media space is unpredictable and a physically competitive market, but I hope my ideas will have given you some insight into the future of children's media through the eyes of an actual child. I'm P Manwar and thank you for listening. <laughs>